Okay, so can eating too much sugar cause diabetes? Again, if you're just joining us, this is Dr. Nick of the Little Bits of Stuff podcast. And we are discussing diabetes, the myths and the facts. So, yeah, can eating too much sugar cause diabetes? The answer is not really straightforward. Um, can it be yes? And it can also be a no. Um, now, <laughs> I know there are a lot of people that will argue with this, but it, the, the truth of the matter is that there has not been um, one single research that I've seen either over the internet or anywhere that says that, you know, eating sugar directly causes diabetes. However, eating too much sugar can definitely cause things that may cause diabetes. Take, for example, um, if you eat too much sugar, you may gain weight and, you know, you may definitely, because of that, be at risk for having diabetes. That's one. Number two, if you are... T- um, if you are predisposed to having diabetes, um, hi, welcome to the show. Yeah, how are you doing? So, um, yeah, this is my friend, um, a very good friend of mine that I brought to the show. Um, Dr. Ayobami Bodethomas McLean, who is also going to join me in, you know, talking about this um, diabetes and myths. So, um, yeah, you met us at myths and mis- all misconceptions and, um, and um, facts. We are just talking about um, eating too much sugar and diabetes. If eating too much sugar you know, causes diabetes. So I was just saying that I've not come across any um, journal or any article that directly links sugar to causing diabetes directly. I don't know if you have, but uh, from what I've gathered, um, I've not seen any. What I saw, what I, yeah, you've not too. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so um what i've you said they should bring the data for us yeah for sugar eaters like us yeah <laughs> yeah but what i saw was that if you're at risk and i know someone um some people watching this would actually be happy to hear this um if you're at risk for having diabetes you may actually have uh to tone it down on some sugar that's what i found again they could not really say you know how that would also still cause the diabetes full-blown diabetes for that person and then some are actually saying that if you if you take too much sugar and you're also at risk to you know for obesity and things like that you know you then quickly you know move up the ladder to get you know the obesity and then also get some insulin resistance later on getting uh, diabetes at the end but again these are all speculations and they're all um you know different researches that have still not been validated till now as far as i'm concerned so like you said 
anybody that has this data should, you know, get across to us. Let's, you know, educate ourselves and read about it and see, you know, what's happening. So, yeah, that's that's that for that eating too much sugar. So I'm squeezing that. We are done with that right now. Okay. <laughs> so another one I have here is, it's actually ridiculous, but I don't know. Uh, so it says, once you have diabetes, you should not have sex with your spouse. I don't know. I don't know who came up. <laughs> I don't know who came up with this ever. I honestly do not know. But I think, I just, I just think these rumors, you know, they, they actually happen. Someone just d- decides to cook up, you know, things that don't exist. So have you had that oh, before? I had a patient that told me that like recently. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, but he didn't know why, but he was just told that he was so not to sleep with his wife because she has diabetes. And I'm like, is it contagious? He <laughs> said that, eh, that they say maybe he will get it. Oh, really? Said, okay. But I told him that there was nothing, no science to prove it. For the life of me, I, I can't understand why anybody would think, you know, having sexual intercourse, let's just put it as plainly as that, having sexual intercourse would have some, you know, if it's anything, it's it's exercise. If it's anything, it's some form of exercise, which is also good for your diabetes. Like, so, why do I know you? <laughs> so, I don't understand what they are talking about, honestly. Again, this is this is one that I would also squeeze, you know, and... Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, I'm sure you've seen, I'm, and I'm sure you've heard about this one several times. Um, herbal therapy. Herbal therapy. Uh, people who decide that they must drink, uh, what do Yorubas call it? Agbo. Um, Agbo. <laughs> you know, like, the one I'm even saying is that, yeah. like, bitter leaf, you, they just extract the juice or whatever, the bitter leaf extract and drink it, and that's supposed to fight diabetes. diabetes. I think they think that the bitter taste will fight the sugar yeah, and neutralize I've actually it. Had that. I've then, actually had that before. People who think that you know, just like we said, the people who think that sugar is what directly causes diabetes. And so they decide to, you know, take bitter things and they keep taking bitter things, bitter cola, uh, bitter leaf, you know, and things like that. It, it doesn't necessarily work like that, honestly. Oh, okay. Someone is saying, I was told if I eat a lot of sugar, my insulin will work so hard. And the organ that produces insulin will burn out and I will have diabetes. What do you think about that? Well, that, that might, by first principle, that can be correct. Because yeah. if you overuse something, yeah. you finish now. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not exactly how the body works. <laughs> you yeah. need to already have like a baseline um, Efficiency or the baseline disorder of the pancreas. Of the pancreas, yeah. Before it's now burnout. Of course, I totally agree with you. As you're saying this, what actually came to my head is, and again, don't say where do you know me from. It's the fact that (laughs) we produce, uh, we also produce sperm, 
Um, and you know, people who are promiscuous and all that do this all their lives and they never run out of spam. They don't have a burnout. So, <laughs> so, so unless you're, you're definitely, you know, predisposed to having a, you know, an issue with that before. Yeah, I totally agree with you. You should not have. Mm-hmm. You should not have. So it. can we throw that away? Can okay. We just okay. It? Yeah. So, <laughs> so that, <laughs> that goes out of the window. Yeah. Yeah. And so we have another one here that says women with diabetes should not get pregnant. Why? You know, they actually did a study at um, Obomo Show, I think, at Lautech where um, I was just going through the internet and I saw this particular one this afternoon. And I was wondering why people will think that that way. Because, I mean, even pregnant women, some pregnant women get, you know, diabetes and, you know, they go on to, you know, have their baby and they're fine at the end of the day. And so wherever this came from, maybe, maybe, maybe just maybe they had, uh, some bad experiences, maybe some in-laws wife or something that died during pregnancy because they had diabetes or gestational diabetes or something. It may be a bad experience that turned into, you know, a rumor. I, I, I don't know. I don't know why, but, uh, that's, that's what I could find, you know, for that. So, yeah, <laughs> women with diabetes should not get pregnant. I I totally disagree with that. And yeah, so um, women with diabetes can get pregnant and they definitely can have their pregnancies, I mean, their deliveries without any issues. As long as you go to a very good hospital where you get some very good care from um, obstetric- obstetricians, uh, who will definitely evaluate you and, you know, get you in good hands, endocrinologists, you know, and things like that, who will help you manage your sugar and make sure that, you know, you get um, to deliver your baby without issues. So, yes, you may anticipate some uh, complications. You may anticipate some issues along the way, but it does, it does not necessarily mean that this happens like every time. And yeah, like I said, with proper management, you will definitely have, you know, your baby without issues. So again, um, I've lost my co-host there, but we'll still throw this, you know, we'll still squeeze this and throw it out of the window. Okay, so next on the list, misconception. So it says here that older people get... um, diabetes um i think they're trying to say that only older people yeah only older people get diabetes now that is not true like i said at the beginning of this of this um podcast i said um young people older people middle-aged people yeah you find all age groups um who can be affected by diabetes one type of diabetes or the other so it's it all depends on you know the risks that you have at the beginning you know the baseline um if you are predisposed to having diabetes or what we call pre-diabetes and at what age you know this develops again depending on genetics you know and things like that you definitely 
may definitely um, have diabetes at any age, actually. So uh, this does not hold true and nobody should actually talk about this if you know they know what they are talking about so we'll squeeze this again and throw it out so we'll get to um, another misconception here which says type 1 diabetes is more serious than type 2 diabetes i honestly do not um, hold uh, this one as a true as as a fact because um any diabetes can actually be deadly, whether type 1, type 2, gestational, any at all can actually be de- deadly if not properly managed. So uh, this can def- this cannot be true. I mean, absolutely wrong. Um, you cannot get um, to say, you know, if you have, if you had to choose, maybe you choose type 2 or if you, if you had to choose, you choose type 1 or this particular type of, diab- I mean, diabetes or the other. Um, Diabetes is um, a serious illness and, of course, can be deadly if not properly managed, irrespective of the type. So uh, this goes out of the window because of time. And there's a funny one here that says diabetes is the disease of the rich. Um, I'm going to give you this information for free, that diabetes is no respecter of anybody. Diabetes does not uh, definitely choose who is going for and um, decide to, you know, say, okay, no, I'm not going for this person because <laughs> because the, the person does not, the individual does not have any funds. No, it happens to anybody. Like if you come to the clinic, you see all um, so, socioeconomic levels there. You see the rich, you see the poor, you see the middle class. It happens to everybody. I don't know where this uh, came from. I don't know who talked about this. I don't know who spread this particular rumor, but it can happen to anybody. And I mean anybody. So again, this is another one that goes, you know, out of the window. Okay. So we have a second to the last here. Okay. You can't see it. And this one says rice is prohibited. Only beans and beans products should be eaten. Suffice it to say that in in diabetes, you can actually have all your meals, all your um, protein, carbohydrates, fats. It's just regulated a little bit. You don't just throw one out of the window like I squeezed this. Um, You have to actually, you know, um, get a meal plan, you know, see a dietitian or a nutritionist, whichever the case may be. And then, you know, they help you plan based on your, um, based on the kind of foods you're used to, based on the kinds of meals that you eat. They help you plan, you know, the kind of, um, the combination of, you know, these um, this minerals. They help you co- plan the combination so as to get the, um, achieve an effective, you know, meal that still contains all these food nutrients for you. So you're still eating your carbs, maybe half of the, you know, carbs that you eat before. You're still eating, you know, your fats, maybe a little bit less or, you know, less than what you're taking before. And of course, you're still getting your proteins, you know, your fruits, you know, and all that. But there are, there are, there are several, um, there are several ways to, to this, you know, they, they recommend, you know, different kinds of carbs, you know, 
um, like unprocessed carbs are better than processed carbs, like taking, you know, sweet soda, you know, candy and things like that. So, yeah, it's, you can still eat your rice, you know, if you love your rice, you can still eat your, your rice. There's, there's really, you know, nothing wrong with that. So we are back to the uh, misconception list. And this is the last but not the least. And it says diabetes is cured when blood glucose is controlled. I legit have people who come to the clinic and say that, of course, they stop taking their drugs because they know when, you know, their, their sugar is normal. They know when they're, they're okay. They know when everything is fine. And it's only when they feel like there's something wrong again that they then eventually go back to their drugs. Sometimes it's late. Sometimes, of course, you know, they get there on time. But you should never stop taking your drugs because you think, just because you think that your blood glucose is well controlled. You may be heading for a disaster. And so this, again, is wrong. Diabetes is not a curable disease. It's, it's not as if you can just, you know, take a drug and everything clears away within a minute. Okay, so diabetes... Um, um, of course, can be managed, can be controlled, uh, but you don't stop taking your drugs just because you feel okay. And a lot of people do this and, you know, end up at the emergency because, you know, they took <laughs> their health into their hands. So it happens that way and it, it's it's bad. So, yeah, you have to also squeeze this and, um, you know, throw it out of the window. So, um, that's all I have for the myths and the misconceptions that, you know, I've come across over the years. Uh, just like Gozema Sogwa did, you can put yours in the comment section and we'll get to, um, to that shortly. So, of course, if, you're, if you have family members who are, you know, um, diabetic or you have, you know, a risk of um, getting yourself into the diabetic range based on values that you've done in the past you know your blood sugar test that you've done in the past and you discover that your um your your blood glucose level is at the diabetic range or at the pre-diabetic range if your doctors will explain that to you you may, you know, try to either, you know, six monthly or annually, you know, check your blood sugar, you know, do some other tests as your doctor recommends so that you can monitor and know if you're actually, you know, shifting into the diabetic uh, um, range or you're shifting back into the normal range. And yeah, this um, suffices for um, someone who is not yet diabetic but you know feels that is at risk or um, is at a pre-diabetic range. So yeah, that's that's much about it. Uh, that's much about the myths. If you have questions, if you have um, clarifications, you can either D DM me on Facebook, send me a message on WhatsApp. My number is right there. Uh, you can give me um, a buzz. Um, at any time and you know i'll try to respond as soon as possible but um right from here over here i think that's all we have for the night and yeah i thank everybody that came online um it was nice having you guys here 
If you've not subscribed to my podcast, you can go to my website at www.littlebitsofstuffwithnick.com and you will see all my podcasts which you can binge on at any time. You can also follow my Instagram page at littlebitsofstuffwithnick and also get updates uh, via that route. You can also, you know, of course, well, I wanted to say you can follow me on Twitter, but we all know what's happening with Twitter nowadays. So, yeah, Facebook, we're on Facebook page at Little Bits of Stuff. And, yeah, again, thank you so much for coming. Um, glad to have you. Have a wonderful night. Bye.